Welcome to the Kansas City Star Sports Podcast. I'm Sam McDowell, Sporting Kansas City beat writer for the Star. Joined once again this week by Sporting Kansas City defender Ike Opara. Ike, thanks again for joining us as always. Yeah, thank you for having me and welcome back, listeners. I feel like I get some pressure from uh, some <laughs> from, from listeners to keep going, but uh, I don't know. I'm trying to you know, please everybody, I guess. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's been cool the last couple of weeks, so I'm, I'm happy to be on it. Yeah, we're going to do something a little bit uh, lighter tone this week, which is kind of dissect a little bit about what you like about the city. Obviously, uh, it's it's been your home for, for what is it, six, seven yeah, years now? Yeah, six. Um, not not your hometown, though. So we'll, we're going to delve a little bit into that. Uh, uh, just kind of maybe some of your your favorite things about the city, and also maybe maybe test just how true of a Kansas City and you are with with some things we found online. So uh, let's kind of do a little bit more general first, and, and tell us about uh, where you grew up in North Carolina, and maybe just uh, some some things you experienced there that that maybe I guess was a little bit of a culture shock when you moved out. Yeah, no, I, you know, I grew up in, in North Carolina, obviously Durham, uh, where Duke University is, right in the middle of the triangle, which is uh, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, um, and spent, you know, up until I went to college at Wake Forest, which is still in North Carolina, Winston-Salem, you know, 18 years of my life in, yeah. in, in, in Durham, and so uh, it's, Durham is unique in, in that part of the, of the state because of, uh, you know, I think with political views and just kind of the, the, the nature of the people, it, it kind of stands out. Uh, as, as progressive um, in, in North Carolina, and um, I mean, where I grew up was, you know, diverse with with all ethnicities, and, and usually a lot of people when they think you know North Carolina or South, they don't really think diversity as much, or, or maybe they do, but they don't truly understand it uh, unless you live there. Um, but you know, I think what what I what I realized, you know, between you know similarities between here and Kansas City, regardless of you know maybe statistics are. Uh, it feels like a community, uh, you know. I think everyone. Uh, there's just a lot of pride in, in both the cities that you know. I grew well, growing up there and, and now living in Kansas City. Uh, there's there's a lot of pride in, and um, you know everyone's proud of you know people who come out of Durham, just like people who come out of Kansas City and you know give back to the community. And uh, both are very hands-on in that regards. So you you were traded to Kansas City and. and- to late 2012, I think it was December, maybe 2012. So 2000, right? Is that right? Yeah, two, uh, end of 2012 was mine. Yeah. Okay. So, tell us first of all, when you hadn't lived here, what your perception from the outside of Kansas City was? <laughs> yeah. No. So I, I, I was like one of the many people didn't know if it was in Kansas or Missouri. To be honest, <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was a flyover state. Actually, my uh, first, you know, trip on the road here, uh, you know, you fly into the airport. And if you're, a, you know, a visitor or, or a tourist, you're like, all right, well, this is, uh, what, what kind of airport is this? You're like caught the question about, yeah. you know, uh, where, the, where, where the restaurants, where, where's anything? Yeah, but it's then, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, too, yeah. well, until you, and, but until you live here, you actually don't appreciate maybe how convenient it is. If you're running a little late for a flight, you know, you can just hop on and on, hop in and you still be it by 10 minutes. It's yeah. like, there's a lot of convenient things if you live here, but if you're kind of passing by or flying into it as, as a visitor, you're kind of like, all right, well. This is an interesting airport, and then you, you know, get on, get on, get out of the airport, and you get on the bus, mm-hmm. and you drive into the hotel, and you're kind of like, okay, this is some fields, this you know, middle of nowhere. It's, is this what I expected? And I'm like, oh, this is, well, yeah, maybe it's what I expected yeah. of Kansas. And you're like, oh, wait, or is it Missouri? And so you, you really don't have any idea. <laughs> and then you drive up towards the city, uh, and then you see the skyline. You're like, okay, this came out of left field. I, I, where am I? 
Um, and so you, you, you kind of left thinking like, what, like, what am I get? What, what, what is Kansas city? Uh, and you, and you don't really spend much time when you're on the road. You can't really go out and, you know, go to districts that, that, yeah. many that we have in Kansas city or really get to experience or, uh, put time into, you know, learning about the culture of the people and, and all of those things. But, um, and then you, you know, you go to the hotel, you go from the, from the hotel to the game, the stadium, and you kind of drive through, you know, you're going 70, you, you kind of just drive through more fields and then you see the speedway pop up yeah. and then you're like, Oh, NASCAR, like, ah, it's kind of what I expected. <laughs> and then you see the beautiful stadium. And so you kind of stuck in this narrow minded box a bit of what you expect Kansas city to be like. Um, and then until really I moved here, I had no idea, uh, you know, the, the, the rich history, the, the pride, the people, uh, just what there was, what Kansas City had to offer. Uh, yeah, really. The, you know, I, I lived on the plaza until until recently, and what what strikes me as unique about Kansas City is just how different the the different districts within it are. I yeah. mean, with with the plaza, you're you're so close to Westport, and it feels like a different community completely yeah. than, than the plaza is and then you move downtown and it, it's even more different mm-hmm. and obviously the suburbs all offer something different we're we're actually recording this from from pinnacle the training center which is i don't think much like what you see downtown in the actual city but yeah. generally speaking do you did you consider yourself even before you moved here more of a, a city guy man i don't know i think you know, I've lived in, you know, some places that, you know, maybe there aren't the biggest cities per se, but there are big cities around okay. within driving distance. And so I always kind of had that city in me, uh, whether or not I was in the suburbs growing up or whatnot, or if I was in the city uh, close to, you know, when I was in San Jose being next to San Francisco, yeah. I'd be spend a lot of time there. Um, and so I always kind of had the that big city uh, mindset, regardless of if I, if I lived in one or not. And so I think when I when I came to Kansas City, it was you know, uh, you know I I honestly I I, I came in with open with, with an open mind just uh, to experience and and that was a big thing because I went from North Carolina to California, which is a big shock, you sure. know, and, and change, and then coming to the Midwest in Kansas City, it's a, a completely different uh, you know cultural uh, I guess shock as well, and so you know I've I've, I've been you know a few places and. Especially when people ask me to compare my time in California to Kansas City, I'm like, well, I preferred, you know, Kansas City. I prefer Kansas City to, to where I was in NorCal. SoCal may be a different story. <laughs> I, I enjoy SoCal, but NorCal uh, wasn't wasn't really my style. Um, and I think I like that community feel, especially that Kansas City has to offer. Uh, while all the all feeling like it's still a city, sure, uh, may not be a big city or, or, or city that people come to think of, you know, in the first ten or twenty in their mind. But it still has a little bit of that feel, and I think that's been the perfect combination. So when, when I mentioned just sort of the different areas and districts of the city, which ones do you kind of find yourselves gravitating toward? Yeah, uh, when I first moved there, I think it was big. I was big on Westport sure, um, and, and the plaza a little bit as well. But now it's kind of shifted towards, you know, crossroads up, up north to the River Market area. I think I, I, those are the two uh, places that I, I really enjoy uh, spending a lot of time. You know, in each dis- dis- district, 
I've got a favorite thing to do or a favorite restaurant yeah. or whatnot. It's like on the crossroads. Just just in case anyone out there, you know, wants to kind of stalk you on, on <laughs> Friday nights. I mean, what, what what's kind of some of your favorite spots then? Yeah, really, it just depends what you want to do. I mean, when Up Down first opened, I uh, I, I went there quite a bit and I actually saw your twin brother. And yeah. so I, I, I did a double take because I didn't know you had a twin brother. Yeah. So I thought it was you. So I was talking to him thinking it was you. And then he told me that it wasn't. So That's that happened was, a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that one, that I learned that, that one because I didn't say anything incriminating then. Um, <laughs> Um, and then, you know, I think there, there are, you know, restaurants all on the crossroads that are especially uh, building up. I mean, from Corvino's to uh, now Parlor, KC, which has yeah. just recently opened. I've been there once, which was, which was a good time. Then they've got their little speakeasies that are right around the corner, Manifesto or, or whatnot. So it has a lot to offer. And I just, I, 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 uh, I committed and, and got an electric scooter. I was tired of paying for Did birds. Really? And yeah, I was tired of paying for birds and lions myself. Huh. So I went and invested and got my own. Uh, how, much, so, how much is that thing? Luckily, I actually had a, uh, they can run anywhere from really, you know, upper twos, low threes to seven, eight. So I've always uh, thought, though, when you bought one and then where do you park it? Because don't you risk like somebody thinking that this is available for th- rent? That is my big worry. And I'm looking into <laughs> bike locks and figuring out how to, that. So I've, I've taken it a couple of times where I've taken it with my fiance. And usually, you know, she has to rent a bird or a lime. Yeah. That, that's like kind of sucks for her. Um, but then I'll just have her like, you know, we'll pick up something. I'll just have her out watching it or I'll yeah. watch it while she's getting going inside, do whatever, grocery yeah. shop, whatever. So, uh, yeah, but I need to invest in a like box or a bike lock because I know that's, uh, that was my big concern. <laughs> you know, those, it, it's amazing just how quickly those things popped up across the city. I tried yeah. one for, I, I think it was like three weeks ago. But I tried the lime one, and it was such a disaster just <laughs> trying to get it to yeah. go. It, it kept, like, sounding the alarm, and everyone around mm-hmm. me, I think, thought I was I was trying yeah. to steal that one. But I eventually did get on the bird one. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, they're a good time. You feel and, like you're... And the, the district you were talking about is kind of the perfect, perfect yeah. area to have one. Yeah, and I stay off main roads. So if you see me, actually, I've gotten I've gotten, uh, I've gotten double takes. I've gotten people like... I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's been, it's been an interesting experience having one. But, I mean, guys take them all the time, and, and it's... You know, you got to be smart about it. I, I try to stay off the main roads if I'm ever on it or whatnot. But it's big for my fiance because she can commute to work with it if she needs. So, yeah, uh, I just, you know, I, I'm convincing myself that I need it, even I've, though I probably don't. I've kind of always been uh, amazed at the lack of walkers downtown, yeah. but it does make it a, a little bit of a good city for, for that sort of transportation. Mm-hmm. You don't get in a lot of people's way. There's not too much traffic to where you feel like you're weaving in and out. But um, that is one thing about downtown that is probably even since you've been here has has certainly blossomed a little bit. Yeah. But still, I am always amazed at just the lack of foot traffic downtown. Definitely. And when I mentioned being on the road, you go and you're usually at the, the downtown airport or downtown Marriott. Yeah. And uh, you, you, it's the weekend and you and really until, you know, P&L at night, you don't really see anybody walking. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like. All right, well, I'll see a skyline, but where are the people at? It's yeah. like a, kind of a, feels like a ghost town. And, but until you live in Kansas City, you don't understand the dynamic of, you know, why it feels that way. And really, it's just far enough west where, you know, if you just go over the main and on the Walnut, and Grand, you see a lot more foot traffic. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's just some, you know, parts of downtown that you don't see anybody. Uh, and, and really, it's a lot of and, – and they've done a really good job or trying to do a good job of, you know, bringing more condos, apartments, and all those things to, to the downtown area. But for the most part, it was just you know, a bunch of people who, who just work down there and then they you know, go home to wherever else they live. Yeah. So uh, I think I've seen that evolution a bit uh, with downtown. So uh, kind of going through some of your favorites, take me through maybe just like, a, 
I mean, obviously you're you're engaged now, so let's go maybe just kind of an, an ideal date night in Kansas City. Oh man, yeah. Um, it ju- you know the season always makes it difficult, uh, but we try to do day before the games okay. uh, at a restaurant. And so that's usually, and I'm, I'm not going to tell, I don't want to tell my restaurants because I don't, I don't want people to know about them. <laughs> but do you but switch it up or do you have like favorites? There's like a, like a rotation of three or four okay. uh, for that. But in terms give, of, give us like the type of cuisine then. If it's usually for day of game, it's going to be mostly Italian, even though okay. I, I can't stand pasta anymore. I've had it for so, so many, <laughs> so many weeks of my life getting ready for games and whatnot. So I just force it down because I kind of know I need to do it. And it's been my routine for quite some time, but um, you know, I think if I if I if I if I move away from you know the the soccer aspect of it, it's typically you know I think I've got you know some favorite restaurants such as Graham and Dunn that mm-hmm. that was my my staple when I first moved on or moved here, um, and then it's evolved to you know places like Corbino's uh, or even you know I love Bell Napoli down the Brookside, just in general I think it's uh, I don't know it's just like a it just feels very I don't know intimate like family owned. Um, sure. And then, if I move up to the River Market, I like Farmhouse for brunch a bit. Uh, but really, there's if you go to the the, the square, there's tons of those uh, you know restaurants that are you know quick and easy. Uh, Habashi House. Um, but yeah, for date nights, it just depends what we really want to accomplish. You know, we can go fancy it up and you know go to you know somewhere on the plaza where we can you know try to you know try something new and experience or branch out and that's that's pretty cool Kansas City especially recently has been popping up with all new restaurants and so just so many to try if you like to eat and drink Kansas City is kind of yeah. uh, <laughs> kind of made for you but I feel like it may be more controversial even than our first episode about the Kaepernick stuff that you did not mention any barbecue restaurants and list. I get I get asked that from like very prideful North Carolinians, <clears throat> and I'm like, listen, I I, I like to because you guys North have Carolina. a different style in yeah. Carolina, yeah, yeah, we do, but I, it's no doubt Kansas City, it's better. I mean, it's it's not a debate in my mind. The only debate is what's the best in Kansas City, yeah, and I stick to it, I which stick again to is guns. probably more controversial yeah. than our first. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's 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 Q39, really? without a doubt. Yeah. The sides of Jack's Duck are the best. Um, but overall, the sauce makes it like I wasn't a huge Arthur Bryant's fan. Yeah. Until like the second or third time I went, the sauce the sauce is different. Yeah, but I found one that I liked, and I forget what it's called. And that was uh, it made it much more enjoyable. And I was like, oh, okay, I can get on board with it. The problem with Arthur Bryant's is it's so big that I feel like my heart's gonna stop. <laughs> so I have to cut it in half, and then it's, it's just not as good the next day. But I, but I suck it up and I try to eat yeah. it again. So I've had barbecue two days in a row, and I feel bad about myself. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's kind of like a cheap meal almost for an athlete, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, really, if you just go to the, the protein route, it's not, it's, it's, it's okay. Okay. Uh, but when you start mixing in all the other things that you yeah. can get caught up with, it, yeah, it can get, it can okay. get high in calories. Uh, so <laughs> Joe, Joe's isn't on your list then? Uh, I mean, it's good. It's to it, me, Joe's is the best here. I mean, it's the best for how unique it is. I think I yeah. mean, a gas station, I mean, can't really beat that, yeah. uh, and I like that I can check out and grab a Reese's you know, on the way out or something. But <laughs> uh, it's not—it's not me. It's not my—it's not my favorite, but it's good. It's definitely good, though. So if you go to Q39, what do you order? <sighs> Man, you, usually it's well. Now I have actually haven't been in quite some time, which is good on me. But it used to be one of their award-winning uh, ribbon ones, so I forget what it was. But usually it was like brisket with the onion straws on it, and I'm forgetting oh, the name yeah. of it. 
Uh, their ribs just the burger, you mean? Yeah, the burger. Yeah, that's yeah. like the, I think that's just like their classic burger. But well, that's a really good order there. Yeah. It's got the brisket on top of it. Yeah. yeah, it's just one of the easy, yeah. the easy stable safe. It's the safe choice if you want to play that <laughs> route. Uh, but the the ribs are just so tender, just fall off the bone. Yeah, um, and then they've got a, they've got a closet good. Uh, I think apple crumble pie or, or with the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you know every now and again I'll I'll, I'll commit to it. If I'm already going to the Q39, sometimes I'm gonna I'm just gonna fully commit <laughs> and just. So what what is the difference between Kansas City barbecue and like Carolina barbecue then? Well, you got oil based or vinegar based, and so it, it may, but you can find any of which in North Carolina. It's just okay. one's more prevalent than the other. Okay, uh, where I grew up. You know, honestly, I, I had the options of both. Can, um, but can you find uh, the style you grew up with here, anywhere here in Kansas City? Arthur Bryant says, I think, it, and I might be wrong here, so uh, if I am, someone tell me via Twitter. <laughs> but I, I want to say it started in the South, in, okay. in, in the Carolinas. Because I, I remember talking to the, uh, one of the, maybe it was the manager the first time that I went, and he was talking about how they moved from, the, I'm pretty sure the Carolinas or somewhere you know, in the South. And, and, and came to Kansas City. We can look it up. Yeah, we have, we, can, have, we have Google at our fingertips. I feel like we should look this up. Yeah, this is going to be, this is my credibility but that actually, But that actually does taste... Uh, Different. Okay. Than, than really all the other barbecues that I've had in, in Kansas City. I'm only seeing Kansas City on, on this. I'm going to do some research then and, and see where the original Arthur Bryant's or maybe he, I don't know. Maybe he said the chef brought his recipe. I think the 18th in Brooklyn might be the original. It opened in 1908. Okay, so that that seems like it. I'm, I mean, I could be wrong. This is kind of funny here. It has a, <laughs> it, has a it has a dress code for Arthur Bryant. <laughs> Times have changed a bit. I, I, I don't. I don't think that you can. I don't know what you could possibly wear to Arthur Bryant's that they would not serve you. Yeah, I don't know either. But as long as you have something on, I feel like you're going to get served <laughs> Arthur Bryant. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Or it could have been maybe the chef you know, came from the Carol. I, I forget yeah. exactly what it was. But, uh, yeah, you can definitely taste the difference between you know, North Carolina barbecue and, and Kansas yeah. City barbecue. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State, and no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or two fifty a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at kansascity.com slash sportspass. So this this week I asked uh, some of our uh, listeners just for a couple questions, and one of them actually relates to, to today's topic, which is somebody asked what's the best concert you've been to here. That's actually one of the New Year's resolutions that I had probably from 2017 was to attend more concerts. Yeah, did you actually? Uh, I did. Did I, you really? I, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was all I, over I the place. I think something like 10% of people actually followed through on that past like January. Yeah, so me, <laughs> me, me and my fiance, she's going to love the airtime she's getting here. <laughs> we started this New Year's resolution where we, we every three months we, we go back and we look at uh, 
you know, what we, we write it, we write it down on a napkin. We go out to eat on New Year's Day at a restaurant. We write it down on a napkin of the place that we go eat. Okay. Uh, I know it's, it's cheesy, right? But, <laughs> and then we write, I don't know, upwards of 15, 20, uh, things that we want to try to accomplish for New Year's resolutions. And that was on there, uh, for 2017. And we, I think we hit 80, it was high eighty, high eighty percent of the yeah. This wow. year we're 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 missing the <laughs> we're missing the beat a bit, but uh, yeah, it was best concert probably in Kansas City. I don't know, that's tough. I've seen quite a few uh, even before I made that resolution. But one of the most recent, uh, like I didn't expect them to be pretty good, was One Republic. Okay, that was at Sprint Center. Um, that was at Sprint Center. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, Jay Cole was in town, and yeah. that was it was really good. Um, that the, the the deal with your schedule is concerts. You you got to just kind of cross your fingers. You, you guys are at home, or yeah. you don't have a, a game away or Definitely. something like that. But when Taylor Swift comes to town, I don't feel and you know we're playing that game. <laughs> I, I don't feel that I don't feel that bad about missing Taylor Swift. Talented, but it's not it's not for me here. Do you have like a favorite <laughs> concert venue, or do you do you go to any of the ones that are maybe a little bit less populated? Yeah, I like the smaller venues. The Sprint Center, which is fine. I mean, it's it's still a good atmosphere in itself. But I like the smaller ones, such as Midland, yeah, uh, you know, or uh, Uptown. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are those are you know probably my favorites. I've been to the one out in Blue Springs, the Amphitheater. I think, yeah. And then huh. I saw I saw Florence and the Machine. Then okay. Uh, oh, you mean the Independence Event Center? Is that is that what it is? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's I, about five or six thousand out there. Yeah, and okay, I had yeah. no idea where I was going. I've yeah. never heard of it, and I clearly forgot all about it since I, I don't the, remember it. The but... uh, the indoor team, the Missouri Comets, play there actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I like the smaller venues typically. Makes it more intimate. <laughs> so, uh, as promised, I'm gonna I'm gonna test just just how much of a Kansas City you become in six years. This is like a, a list of the eight things, or yeah, it's about eight things that it, it says every Kansas City has done. And if you're a tourist, you need to also do these things. And I'm I'm assume you're gonna get most of the eight, but let's at least see what you think of them. Uh, the first on the list is the Nelson. <sighs> You the, define the, but define the, like, indoors. You have not, have been, not gone inside of it. I've just driven by it. And I've, every time I'm like, oh, I should go in there. Or I know they do yoga on, on, on the Nelson. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try that. And then I just, you know. You've at least walked but, around it, though? I, no, in you've my never car. Been I just, no, nope, never parked my car. So I assume you've done it clearly. Yeah, well, I, I actually lived right across the street from the Nelson for like four years. My wife is a member, uh, in, most people would think this is outrageous. It says that the hours spent there, and this this is on a, a U.S. travel, is is half day. Oh, and that's because my wife increases that every time. <laughs> She's the person that goes and reads at a, at an art museum uh, every full description, yeah. and I'm like the kid on the field trip that's like, all right, let's get on to the next. Yeah, no, I'm get on, the, get on to the next thing. I, but I. I uh... I understand, like when my parents would just sit on the bench and let the kids. Like, I, 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 I completely side with them yeah. when, when that, when, when things like that happen. No, it's a, it's an adventure going, going to, going to the museum with her. But even, even so, I mean, the the Nelson. I mean, I'm surprised you at least haven't done the touristy picture by the shuttlecocks. No, that's my fiance. That's all her. Yeah. 
I'm you guys, all, I'm you out. guys can get your engagement photos, or maybe like your, I, your save the date photos. This would be a great spot. For so me. I have conceded, and I've said, okay, we can do a potential engagement party, but we will not take engagement. No photos, photos. not even. I, I'm trying I, to put like my, an invitation that needs to be on the we, photo or something. Let's see if we can find one from our old iPhone pics that we have, because <laughs> I I refuse to. I'm putting trying to put my foot in the ground. I don't even know her her her, her take on it, but that's why I said if you want to have a potential engagement party, okay, but we're not doing engagement photos. All right. Well, at some point next year, I feel like we're. <laughs> an episode about you guys taking photos out of the show yeah it probably that, somehow that happened would be like a full circle for this podcast. <laughs> uh number two i would actually be surprised if you have been to which is steamboat arabia i have not okay. no of it but i haven't been now when I, I actually grew up here and I, I moved away after graduating college and everything but the first two on these lists are things that you have to go on field trips throughout mm. throughout i mean if you haven't been to those two or three times then your school was doing <laughs> something different than mine yeah there uh Number three is just Westport in general. And did you you actually live there? I have not, okay. no, but I spent, I've spent enough time in the Westport. Yeah, do you have a favorite <laughs> spot in Westport? Depends what I'm trying to do. But recently, Kelly's Papa Shot has, has taken yeah. all of my dollars. I was oh. so mad when they got rid of the Papa Shot. Oh, I know. They got rid of the Papa oh, Shot for a couple months. No, yeah. we would, I would go with just friends on like a Tuesday night at like 7 p.m. And just and actually, the, the I don't know if it's the bouncer or whoever it is, you know, started just letting us in. And they, we, they knew we wouldn't even get a drink. We went straight to the back, <laughs> put in whatever 21s, tried to make it rain back there. So you, uh, I feel like this is one of those things that everyone says they're good at. Like a, everyone always thinks they're a great Papa Shop player. Well, I know who isn't. I, I'll tell you right, that. Even, even guys within our team. Roger is not. Roger's not? Okay. Roger's I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have guessed that. He, he, you, you get better when you keep playing. Um, if you, if it, let me take it. I guess it maybe who actually – I would guess that, that Matt – and Graham might be two of the better guys. Yeah, I haven't played with them. You know who who who's no longer here was Cam Porter was really good at it. Oh, was he really? Okay. Don't know. Yeah, he just he had the. But the thing about me is I'm a true purist in basketball form, so I try to do like a follow through and a shot. I don't just try to get the shots. Nah, up. I try to get yeah. as many shots See, up I can, as possible. It, that 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 drives me insane. Like it's like the one handed like just left nah, hand I've right hand. I've seen those videos. Yeah. Those are unbelievable. They are good, but I just. I just I can't do it. No, nah, I gotta get as many. Sh- in fact, in fact, if there's like a row of them at an arcade, I look for the one with the most basketballs in there because I feel like I gotta get as many shots up as, as possible. Well, we'll say this: you you might hit an all time low or high depending on when you look at it when you're taking <laughs> balls out of the Dave and Buster's and taking yeah. them to another. I've done yeah. that one before because I felt a little low <laughs> once. Uh, all right, fourth on this list is the, doing the Boulevard Brewing tour. Yeah, I've done that. Okay, I've done that one. Yeah. Do you have a uh, – are you a Boulevard fan? Do you have, like, a favorite beer from there? E, uh, yes, but, you know, I think they come up with, you know, when they do, like, the chocolate ales, those are always really good, you know, seasonal mm-hmm. ones. But I think the Tank 7 is the yeah. is the the money maker for me when yeah. I, whenever. I think that's a lot of people's yeah. favorites. Uh, the fifth one is, is very general as well, just like Westport. is. It's just the plaza. I'm, I'm sure you've mm-hmm. done that. Um, you already mentioned a favorite restaurant there. Uh, number six on this list is the World War One Museum. I mean, I so I didn't actually I didn't know you could actually go in go in and then like go all the way to the top of the. You haven't done like the skyline picture either. You haven't done any of the touristy stuff. No, no. I mean, I've I've like been on the like the on the platform overlooking the city, uh-huh. but I've never gone actually down oh, or inside of it. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I actually do some workouts over there in the off season. Oh, do you time. really? So yeah, if you what kind of workouts do you do? Over just there? off season, like if it's you know x amount minute runs so let's say four times four minute runs i'll i'll run from maybe my place and i'll, I'll end up some mm-hmm. some point during um my workout 
on the Warren Museum, and then we'll do that that treacherous incline. Yeah. Uh, that that one is <laughs> that one's a humbling uh, run. Uh, or sometimes I'll go back towards like the uh, like the dog park area, um, and then do that that kind of track that's back there by the softball fields. So uh-huh. It just all depends. Uh, seven is is two things, which is Kaufman and Arrowhead. Yep, been You've both. been to games yeah. so a lot. Do, yeah. you, do, I, you, do you enjoy going to those? Because obviously those aren't the teams you grew up rooting yeah. for, so you're, you're a neutral guy yeah. when you go in there. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, baseball was, you know, I liked playing baseball growing up, and but we all we had was a AAA team, the Durham Bulls, mm-hmm. which is a great stadium and, you know, for AAA and atmosphere and environment. Uh, but, yeah, I was never on a, a major league team. Um, and so it, it's pretty cool to get to those games when, whenever I did. I don't go too much anymore because uh, it's just now more difficult, and usually I'm trying to recover for for, yeah. for the next day of practice or a game. So um, yeah, but I've been to both. They've been they're both you know good experiences, and you know, obviously when when teams are winning, it's all it's it's even better. Yeah. You know, it's did you go to the playoff or World Series games in the Royals? I did not. No, I did not. Uh, I regret it, but you know. Uh, I, I was still able to be a part of, you know, be in the city and be a part of the celebration yeah. when when it happened. That was a nightmare day, uh, the parade, <laughs> but it was it was cool to see. I know that that you're a big sports fan. That's definitely something we will talk about on future podcasts. Just some of the other sports you mm-hmm. follow and things like that. Um, the last one on this list is uh, is Power and Light District. What what's like your favorite spot in, in Power and Light? Well, that is depends. Um, you know. If you're, you know, if you just want to watch a game, no other pub, you know, it's it's a little weird going there though. Yeah. You know, for me, at the same time, uh, but no other pub is, you know, one of the better places to watch a game. And then it's like you could wear your jersey in there. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you, go, you know go what? Full full brand. Maybe I should do that. Maybe people would be like, okay, that couldn't be him. Why would you be wearing his jersey here? Uh, and then it's got entertainment to do with you know the bowling and uh, the, the golf the simulation golf, mm-hmm. uh, which my game can use a lot of work. Um, and then you know. If I was into the nightlife, you know, it was it was mosaic, and then I get my eardrum blown out. So <laughs> that was I was like, okay, I'm probably done here. Uh, and then Johnny's Tavern for wings, you know, I think I like to go there. You know, my first few years quite a bit, just you know, hang out. You know, did some fantasy drafts there uh, with a group of guys, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's, it's it's a lot it's a lot to do with food. And so and I'm trying to be, you know, and, and, I, and I've tried to experience all of them over the course of my time there. But now some of them are changing ownership groups. And so, sure. uh, you know, it's like it's kind of tough to keep up with. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I don't spend all that much time in P&L, really. Uh, but uh, every now and again, those concerts that are there, um, you know, are, are, are cool to just see the just seeing people in downtown yeah. and, yeah. and on, on a non weekend, really. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, but, but uh, well, you actually just said something that, that prompted a question. Most of those concerts are like country concerts. Are you? Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I'm not yeah, there for the country say, concerts. You didn't, you didn't, no, you strike me as no. like that sort of but thing. I'll, I'll say this though: <laughs> I like all kinds of music. Really, I do. And if, I mean, I'm sure I like certain country songs. Like, I, you know, you know I, I'm a fan of music regardless of the the genre. But uh, as a whole, it's not my go-to, yeah. <laughs> or even really on my radar. But um, you know, I think it's just. Just seeing people out, whether you're going to the concert or not, like I'll just be, you know, going through town doing whatever, and I'll mm-hmm. see people out, and that, like, you know, gives you, gets yeah. you excited, gives just you life. Energy, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, it's like yeah. when you go out in New York, 
you feel like this whole new person because yeah. <laughs> you know you got people everywhere and you're like I just want to do something. something something's right, going on right yeah. you don't yeah. you don't have anything in mind but you're just like I want to do something yeah. just people are around so that's pretty cool uh, when, when Kansas City when there's just events like that happening anywhere really in Kansas City I guess lastly it's kind of a note to end on is how do you think that maybe Kansas City if at all has has sort of changed you just over six you're just just being a resident of this city for for over half a decade now man i don't know it's just been you know i've been here since 20 you know 2013 really and i was probably 23 or 24 so 24 to 23 24 to 29 now and that's a pretty big you know developmental stage yeah. and growth period in my life and just understanding uh you know relationships or, or meeting new people uh, seeing culture, you know, just any any kind of insight that I, I, I could during pretty good development, pretty big development of years for me has been, uh, you know, one of those things that I, I, I truly appreciate and, and value. Um, and it's been something that, you know, I think when I got traded here, I never expected to be here for six years. It was kind of in my head like, all right, I played three years in San Jose, let's play three, three or four years in Kansas City. And if it goes well, I can keep playing. Let's play three or four years in a new market and try a new experience. You know, and if that goes well, maybe play three or four somewhere else in the new market, experience yeah. a new culture. And that's been like, all right, well, I've been here for six. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's been, it's been, I, and, I, and I don't want to, I'm trying not to say this with any sort of disrespect, but just, you know, it, it, it beat my expectations mm -hmm. or whatever I hoped or imagined because, uh, you know, I, I just, I didn't know. Uh, but I think, you know, and a part of, you know, uh, you know, credit to myself is I went in full arms. I was ready to embrace whatever it was. And, um, you know, I think that was uh, one of the things that I've learned just throughout my, my travels and through people that I've met is always trying to keep that open mind and experience something. And if it goes, if it's negative, learn from it, learn why it was and try to grow and, and become better. And uh, luckily it's been, you know, mostly positive. So uh, it's been, it's made a lot easier. All right, uh, we'll, we'll end there. Thanks again, Ike, for, for joining us again this week, and, uh, and we'll be back next week. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening.